Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. Gentlemen, boys and girls from around the world, gather around. It's time for another exciting episode of Thriller Coin Talk. Today is March 31st, 2021, and we are talking Bitcoin in April. That's right. This is the episode that you all been waiting for. This is the one that everybody subscribes to. This is actually the one that everybody listens to. This is the only one. <laughs> this is the only one that everybody in the Bitcoin space subscribes to. Uh, it's catching on. What can I say? It's catching among it's catching on amongst Bitcoiners alike. I hear everybody using our slang out there. I hear the word Billy, <laughs> one trilly. <laughs> uh, you know, I hear people are now talking about the uh, commodity uh, super cycle that we mentioned last month in um, Bitcoin in March. That's a big that's a big thing. So bravo to everybody who subscribed and. And took that and ran with it. We love that. We love it. This is a free newsletter for everybody out there. We want you to share it with everybody. We want you to, you know, steal the news, use it however you like, repurpose it, make it your own. Uh, don't bother, you know, sourcing us. It doesn't matter. We don't care. Uh, we source it from everybody else. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. All the information's free. Who cares? Right? Who cares who said it first? It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we're all learning from each other. Okay, let's jump into let's jump into Bitcoin in April. Seriously, we have a lot to talk about. There's so much going on in this space. I mean, seriously, right? Everywhere you look, even these Teletubbies are are scaring the crap out of people. So we put them on the front cover this month. I mean, seriously, they scared the crap out of me. I logged into crypto. Crypto Twitter, I saw these Teletubbies. Then I looked on Bitcoin Twitter, and I saw these more Teletubbies with laser eyes. Scared the crap out of me. They have uh, diamond hands now. The hell's going on? It's April Fool's tomorrow. Got Chipotle doing something with, uh, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Giving away burritos or Bitcoin or playing a mean trick on us. <laughs> I mean, we'll see, right? Seems like uh, everybody's waited till April 1st to make their big move into Bitcoin this year. <laughs> Where were you in February to keep that fucking top going, right? <laughs> okay. I think we need to jump into Bitcoin market health. So let's go ahead and do that now. There's some, there's some, uh, there's some, yeah, big news going on here with what we got going on here. We, we have to talk about it. I mean, seriously, there's just, uh, it's not looking great, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just say this. It's not looking great. Let's do it. Bitcoin market health. Let's talk about it. like uh, Bitcoin total transfer volume is definitely slowing down. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's kind of it's very reminiscent of what we looked like last year during the summer. Um, 
right around where August was at. Um, so that's definitely down. Um, if we look at Bitcoin mi mining difficulty, that is definitely up, which is not really a surprise. Uh, and we'll talk about we'll talk more about why that is when we get to key takeaways. Um, but just to kind of give you a little bit of, of front running on that, um, we know that the network difficulty is a, uh, um, I guess, a relative measure of how hard it is to mine a new block, right? Um, for the Bitcoin blockchain. And this simultaneous rising hash rate and mining difficulty is suggesting that miners are continuing to allocate a record number of resources to secure and invest in the network. That is not a just an assumption, that is fact. So if we look at the Bitcoin hash rate, we can see that currently it's at record levels right around 170 terahashes. So the difficulty adjustment, which occurs every 2016 blocks, makes sure that time between blocks mine remains 10 minutes on average. And so this is all because, uh, man, I really want to get into this, but let's just say that Bitcoin mining ventures are taking off here in North America. <laughs> and we'll talk more about that here in Key Takeaways. Um, so mining difficulty is going up, but meanwhile the hash rate is also further increasing to record levels another thing we should also look here in april is that according to stock to flow we should be at 72 to 89k in april um and we're nowhere near that um so that is not a surprise because last month we were supposed to be in the 60K range as well too. We never even got close to that. And we'll talk more about that once we get to my prediction for the rest of the month. Okay, with that, let's get into, that's right, the trading shot chart. at a trending shot chart we can see that he's basically calling this exactly like january and there's a lot of traders here in the space that are that are seeing this exactly reminiscent of what we saw in january um it's not really a surprise um we'll talk about what, what i see with my prediction um here later in this segment um if you guys were listening to Thriller Insights that we released um, early last week, uh, right after our South by coverage, because we covered South by Southwest a week ago, um, I kind of told you what I saw with the what I was calling a Bitcoin hurricane. Um, so, you know, I I, I kind of gave you my three my three kind of journeys that I saw Bitcoin going, and right now it's going in that third journey, which I really hope it wasn't going to go, um, but it seems like that's the place it's going. And it looks like uh, if you look at this chart here in the show notes, uh, if you sign up for the newsletter, you can see it. It looks like TradingShot has it going the same way. He basically predicts that uh, Bitcoin will push up to this, uh, you know, 62, 64 range here by mid-April. Um, and, and that's where it will kind of uh, kind of get up uh, to this channel up that everybody's been kind of waiting for um, this is kind of what i was hoping for to happen um you know here at the end of march but it just never occurred and uh, we'll talk more about that here later Place for two. 
I do have to say April is turning out to be, you know, kind of a tricky month to, to call. Um, there's a lot of things that are really going against it this month. Um, and, you know, in, in, uh, in Bitcoin past, um, you would say April's a very bullish month. Uh, same thing for May. Um, but there's a lot of things that we'll talk about here in key takeaways and in uh, keep in mind that uh, just a lot of stuff that uh, just kind of <laughs> really going against the wind, uh, the Bitcoin history books, right? Uh, so, uh, and then we also just have a lot of uh, really um, kind of bearish market health, you know, also kind of telling us that uh, a lot of hodlers a lot of retail is kind of, um, you know, uh, kind of exhausted, you know, and you're, you're kind of seeing that, right? A lot of people have, a lot of retail have already spent their money and a lot of, um, you know, just regular investors have already uh, allocated. And, and now we're just kind of waiting for institutions. The only good news with all this is that uh, the quarter has ended today. And so if, if there is going to be uh, institutional play here or, or, or some kind of, um, you know, um, financial market push, um, it would happen here at the beginning of, of this quarter. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's anyone's guess if that's going to happen here um, this month. So, um yeah, it's 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 possible, but um, you know, like I said, anything in Bitcoin is definitely possible. Uh, but it's just kind of one of those things where we just kind of have to watch it closely. Okay, with all of that, let, let's jump into some key takeaways because this is definitely the stuff that you need to know for April, and the the stuff that you need to keep in mind for April, of course. And then we'll jump jump into what I think for the month. Okay, let's do that now. jump into key takeaways first up we got to talk paypal so they rolled out bitcoin ethereum litecoin and bcash payments to some 26 million merchants that have fully integrated paypal and they will accept all of these cryptocurrencies plus there will be no transaction fee for paying with crypto or bitcoin and the conversion spread will be built into the conversion from crypto to usd pretty cool and then it looks like that's right blackrock has begun trading bitcoin futures so it looks like they traded according to coindesk 6.5 million in cme bitcoin futures contracts earlier this year which appreciated 360,000. that's right 360k and then they uh were holding which is kind of ridiculous if you think about it they were holding 0.03 percent of their of their massive global allocation fund which if you know blackrock they hold like 7.3 trillion assets which they basically got most of that from the fed which is just ridiculous anyways um yeah so they hold a very small portion of those futures contracts 
and um, a lot of that is just in cash. It's not even in Bitcoin. But I guess they're bullish on Bitcoin. Somewhat bullish with Bitcoin. So that's big news, somewhat. Um, the next, this is probably the biggest news out of all of this, is that North America Bitcoin mining is taking off. So Bitcoin mining venture Black, or I'm sorry, Block, Block Cap just raised 38 million, a move in line with uh, North American mining industries rush for hash rate. Now this is from Austin, Texas. Block Cap has bought 42,000 ASIC miners from Bitmain and Kenanan so far and they are operational. The company plans to bring another 18,000 online by Q4 uh, for a total output of 3.5 uh, terahashes and will then add 12,000 more by 2022. Blockcap hosts these rigs at facilities run by Core Scientific, one of the biggest, largest Bitcoin mining uh, co-locating companies here in North America. And if you don't know, all of this stuff is run by renewables and fossil fuels to power machines, which is pretty cool. And not only that, some of these companies like Great American Mining and Upstream Data have carved out niches with a lot of these oil and gas producers here in Texas. So if, if you don't know, like some of these, uh, the only reason I know a lot about this is just because my brother works in the, um, in the natural gas sector here in South Texas. So he tells me a lot of how that works, but they have all this just like natural gas, just like, on reserve and so a lot of that can be used to furnish these mining rigs and, and turn this otherwise not um i guess this unused um you know energy into hash rate basically and so you have like people like riot hud8 blockstream and all these other um you know uh block uh, not mining companies um uh, basically bid out these mega farms and so you're going to start seeing more and more of these mining firms, you know, plant, you know, these 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 uh, mining farms all over North America, which is really going to you know push over a lot of these um, these operations here on U.S. soil, which is good for the mining industry. I mean, it's going to create more jobs. It's going to take care of a lot of these fossil fuels and move them over to renewables. And if you don't know, there's there's just a lot of push into this fuel because we have to do something with that natural gas that's getting produced and we have to do something with those fossil fuels especially if they're not being used um, so anyways i think it's a win for texas it's definitely a win for bitcoin and it's definitely a win for north america and bitcoin mining so bullish news that's big news coming from um coming this month for sure and i look to see that really take off here by the mid of this decade for sure we should start seeing some more, you know, Bitcoin mining here. It's going to be awesome. Okay, so these are the things I want you to keep in mind this month because these are going to be crucial for the whole month. Okay, so Goldman Sachs plans to, to allow its wealthy clients to invest in Bitcoin. This is according to an internal memo leaked to CNBC. They will probably limit Bitcoin funds to those with assets of 25 million or more. This is big news, you know, because this allows their wealthy investors to those with 2 million in assets at the bank. Awesome. Um, this is also, this also follows uh, Morgan Stanley's announced plans, right? They're going to let their wealthy investors as well too. Um, we also have Bitcoin traders appear to be optimistic for April. This is according to data derivatives exchange Durbit, which is compiled from analytics startup Glassnode. They're the ones that do all the best, you know, charts that you see here in our newsletter and other people's newsletters. So there's people choosing these options that are being traded at 80K right now that everybody's predicting for April. Um, so that's big news. You also have Bitcoin has completed six straight green candle months. That's the second best streak ever since October 2020. Every candle has been green. Every month has been closing higher than the previous one. The best consecutive monthly performance was made from March 2012 to September 2012. That's seven months. We are going on six months right now. So can we hit seven months? I don't know. We'll talk about it.
so the last time it hit seven straight was back in 2012. And it literally went red for one month. And then it went six straight into 2013. Right? Could we do it? Could we do that again? It's possible. It's definitely possible. We could go red for one month, which would be April, and then go six straight. Or we could do the complete opposite and go, you know, red for the next three, four months and then go green for the next five months into, you know, 2022. It's anyone's call. But um, seven straight is is definitely, um, it's only been done once in Bitcoin's history. And, and that was almost over 10, 10 years ago. Um, so, yeah, we're definitely going against historical data um, because um, it's, it's been a long time since we went seven green candles in a row for seven months. So that's something to keep in mind uh, as we go into April. Um, it's, it's not a lie that Bitcoin is waning because financial markets are easing, but Bitcoin remains strong. Um, you don't even have to look any further than what Chipotle is doing, right? I mean, Chipotle is doing their whole, what is it, burritos and Bitcoin tomorrow, where they're giving away $200,000 of Bitcoin and burritos. If you go to their website, burritosandbitcoin.com or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, Bitcoin is a household name at this point. You know, I think everybody knows that they have to own some portion of Bitcoin, right? Um, the Federal Reserve is printing money like no tomorrow, and we're up 40% on the money supply year over year. That's not, a, that's not a surprise. I think everybody's starting to become aware of that. Everybody's starting to become aware of inflation. Um, Bitcoin seems to have it all at this point and is one of the few assets that seems to benefit from a rising bond yield. Right? That's kind of what the macro guys are saying out there. This rising bond yield is benefiting Bitcoin, not so much gold. Right. Everybody's saying that on chain activity is looking pretty flat as of late. Um, I think uh, Willie Wu is one of the smartest people in the space when it comes to on chain data. And uh, he's uh, he's been on a lot of he's been on a lot of podcasts as of late saying the exact same thing. You can go ahead and look at the Glassnode charts that we put in here and then even go on Glassnode yourself and you can see all the data that's on there. And um, it's all it's all showing the same thing. Um, I I think I think what happened is. I think people are just, uh, I, think, I think a lot of people are moving into alts. Uh, I think retail investors seem to have already loaded up on Bitcoin. Uh, and I think there's a lot of venture capitalists that are, are you know, are, are trying to get ahead of these NFTs and, and they're trying to allocate their 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 capital from, from the money that they made on the 5X, 3X, you know, 6X in Bitcoin and allocate that into NFTs. Um, yeah, there's a lot of money slushing around and moving around from their Bitcoin gains. Um, so I think that's what's going on. I think people are taking their profits. People are moving that around uh, and people uh, are still trying to uh, maneuver itself and get ready for this mega rally that they see happening here um, upcoming. Right. Uh, and that's moving it into, um, you know, these NFT venture backed. Um, companies and, and, and such. Perhaps we could see institutions and sovereign wealth funds enter in this month. It really is anyone's guess at this point. Uh, we are expected to see stellar growth this year, but knowing Bitcoin's history, it happens all at once. I think if we go back and look at 2017, we we climbed pretty fast uh, relatively in, in, in all of December, uh, you know, uh, where we went from like, I think it was like 10K to 20K in a matter of weeks. So, I mean, even if we do get to the top, uh, hypothetically, we, we would happen, um, you know, at the end of, of 2021. So uh, right now what we're seeing, uh, we could be going sideways for a while. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I released that, um, you know, Thriller Insights last week where I talked about, you uh, you know, this Bitcoin hurricane path and where I said that, um, you know, we were going to be in this kind of 50K, uh, 50 to 60K range 
you know, by, by mid April for a while, uh, we were going to be going up and down this range, uh, going sideways and kind of playing a while in this, in this kind of ping pong area, um, in this channel. And I think, I think that is kind of, I think that is what it's looking like now. Uh, I think that's kind of where we're at. I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think this is a good time to start accumulating more Bitcoin. I think this is a good time to start stacking more sats. I think, uh, I think now, I think, I think if everybody knows that Bitcoin is going to the upper 150, 200 K range by the end of this year into next year, I think, why wouldn't you capitalize on getting three X on 50 K Bitcoin right now? Right. I mean, it just makes sense. We hit an all time high in March and that was 62 K. You know, my prediction at the end of this of March was supposed to be 75 K. That was a bold prediction. I had been saying that since January 15th when I'm I course corrected <laughs> and said, you know, 75 K is what we're going to hit. I was 13 K short of hitting that mark. <laughs> but, you know, I think everybody in the space, you know, have to have to stand by their predictions and, and I stand by mine and, you know, I was wrong. I didn't hit that prediction like I thought it was going to hit. I was bold in predicting that. I really thought we were going to hit 75K at the end of March, but we only got to 62K and that's okay. I'm, I'm comfortable knowing that I was well short, but damn Biden and his stimulus checks really didn't, <laughs> didn't move the needle like I thought it was going to. I really thought that was going to move the needle much further than what it did. It, looking at it now, that was already baked in for sure. I think April and May will be both hard months to call, but we'll be going against historic Bitcoin trends for sure. Uh, I think if we have a down April, I think that's good for, for the space, for real. I think that's, we have, a, we have a red month that is good for the space, a, a 50 to 60K April, and then a bullish May and then a start of another six month green candle <laughs> trend, right? Um, that would be fantastic, uh, but we'll see. tonight javier good selection tonight i'm serious serious um i hope you guys enjoyed this month's bitcoin in april uh we put a lot of work into this um so much sources to cite uh there's Glassnode. a lot of the information and in the news that we got is from coindesk and trust nodes uh we also gathered a lot of the insights from bite tree and so we want to thank all those people because without them i mean all this data and information we wouldn't be able to report it to y'all for free. So uh, thank them so much. Um, also want to say, if you haven't subscribed, you should. If you're listening to this for free, go subscribe now. The link's in the show notes. Okay, with that, let's get into Coin Talk. That's right, Coin Talk. Starting now.
talk before we dive into that um we gotta talk about a couple of things so we've been covering um conferences uh this month here in march we cover south by uh go ahead and head over to thrillerpremium.com you can check out all our south by coverage there really wasn't a lot to cover on the bitcoin and um uh you know uh, crypto side we, we did our best to cover as much as we could um but uh, i think we only were able to bang out like five or six episodes um and it was just you know crazy <laughs> literally was was covering the whole thing it was it was not so much to so much so much information um and then this month is going to be even just as crazy it looks like we have a texas a&m um bitcoin conference coming up here on april 16th and april 17th um i was going to head out there here um and at the last minute it looks like they have a virtual side to it which is awesome because i really didn't want to have to drive out there um for just one day so this is cool i'm gonna be able to cover it here virtually and then report it back to y'all so it's gonna be awesome there's a lot of great speakers here we have uh, jimmy song uh, of course we have uh, michael saylor uh, travis kling um and you, you know there's just so many people there's gonna be a bitcoin mining segment about it um, it's, uh, you know ray dalio is gonna be there which is surprising glenn hutchins um tim draper um yeah it's just it's gonna be nuts Dude, we even have like a federal reserve uh president there as well too so um yeah it's gonna be nuts uh, i'm really looking forward to covering that so look for that to drop this month here on thriller premium um, that's going to be big. And some of the some of the stuff that they're talking about um, is going to be huge. Yeah, I was so glad I was able to find that at the last minute before they cut everything off. And, you know, um, so glad I was able to able to register uh, and, and get in on that before everything was cut off. And then also we're going to be headed to Bitcoin in Miami um in june so we're gonna do that we're gonna do our coverage there in miami um that's gonna be a lot of fun because we're gonna be hanging out with bitcoiners so we'll be doing our coverage of that and then we're also gonna be doing our consensus coverage here in may so april may june is gonna be crazy here on thriller premium <laughs> it's gonna be nuts and then i think after we do our bitcoin coverage in miami i think i'm gonna take a break uh, like a three week break, uh, after our Bitcoin in Miami coverage, just because like, it's been nuts y'all. Like it's been nuts, uh, because I also have a day job and like doing this in the day job, it's just nuts. So I think, uh, after Bitcoin in Miami, I'm going to take like a three week break and then get ready for the, the mega bull run <laughs> here in July and August. Yeah. So just a heads up. Uh, that's what that's going to look like. So, um, yeah, so right now we're looking here at a Texas A&M Bitcoin conference in April, consensus conference in, in May, Bitcoin in Miami conference in June. And then I'm sure we'll have more conferences later in the year, too, that we'll cover. And then we still have our regular day-to-day -day weekly podcast episodes, so we're not going to miss on that either. So, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it every year, every week, every day. Okay, with that, let's get into our disclaimer. That's right. We got to roll our disclaimer because you never know. You never know who's listening. This goes out to everybody around the world. So we got to roll our disclaimer. So with that, let's roll the disclaimer. Remember, Killer's podcast is not good financial advice. He cannot have a future, even if he gets care. He is just some dude trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. All right, let's uh, let's jump into the uh, let's jump into some coin talk. Right, I mean, everybody wants to talk about Bitcoin, but um, like I said, I, I feel like we're just we're just going sideways for a little bit. Fifty eight k is still good. I don't know why people are freaking out. Right. I think we dropped to like what was like 54k. That's nothing to freak out about. I mean, honestly, I was buying in, right? You got Ethereum at 1900. Yeah, it's doing a thing. 
<laughs> we just recently released a uh, a Thriller Insider on NFTs. I kind of gave you my take on it. Um, yeah, I really didn't get any blowback on it. I think everybody just kind of agreed, which is surprising. Um, I think everybody was kind of just like, yeah, that makes sense, which is good. It's kind of what you want. <laughs> and then also we got a Cardano at $1.20. Um, I, I really, I'm going to, I'm going to say something here because I think it needs to be said. I don't understand why. Well, I guess I do understand because at, at one point I used to buy a lot of altcoins, right? There was a time in my life where I bought a lot of altcoins. So I'm not going to stand here and say that I don't understand it, but because I do. But I think now it's becoming more apparent than it was back then. At least in 2017, they weren't printing nearly as much money as they as they are now. So even back then, it, it was justified why you would buy um, altcoins, right? You would buy altcoins to get more fiat, right? Because back then you could say, well, you wanted to be a millionaire. You wanted to have like a shit ton of cash, Um you know, there's very few people talking about wanting to accumulate more Bitcoin. I, mean, I think they're they're really hardcore Bitcoin maximalists back then that wanted to accumulate more Bitcoin back then. Um, but it was more prominent back then in 2017 that uh, you wanted to make more fiat. You wanted to cash out and get more, 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 uh, more USD. But now in, in this state that we're in, where 40% of the money supply has been printed in the past 12 months. Why would you hold an altcoin? Uh, and I'm just, I'm not picking on Cardano, but I'm just saying, why would you want to hold an altcoin, you know, that is, you know, not going to nearly give you that same hardness like Bitcoin? I, I just don't understand it. I just don't get it, you know? And it's one of those things where I could understand where some people are like, well, I see the project and I see where it's going and it's going to, it's better than Bitcoin or it's going to, it's going to supersede Bitcoin. It's, it's going to, it's doing things that are different than Bitcoin. I totally understand that. I totally understand that. I get that. I get that. Right. Yeah. I can see your side to that. Right. But what do you say then <laughs> to the person who's talked to, the project uh, lead of that said project that you're saying this about who holds more Bitcoin than the actual token of that project. What do you say that then? What do you say to that then? Right? Because if I'm looking at number five on the coin market cap, I can literally say that about that project. Seriously. What do you say to that then? On two occasions, I've had a conversation with that person. And on both occasions, they've they've told me they hold more Bitcoin than their own pro than their own project token, right? So they understand something that not even the people that hold their own project token understand. That that's what I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen. It, it's it's different when it's 2017 and you're trying to make a shit ton of uh, fiat currency and you're trying to become a multimillionaire you know, by the time you're 24, <laughs> right? I, I get that. I, I totally get that, right? And, and we live in this world where um, everything is everything's great. It's pre-COVID and, you know, everything's wonderful. It's entirely different when it's uh, 2021, the world is melting, <laughs> literally. Uh, it's post-COVID. Uh, you can't trust your own government, Um now there's there's possible uh, scenario where we're going to have to have, you know, some kind of ID to verify who we are, that we took in some kind of vaccine. Uh, there's also a scenario where our money is probably not going to be worth, you know, the value of, of what it is, you know, in the next 24 months, uh, maybe even the next 12 months. Who knows? Um, and uh, another four trillion is going to get printed in fiat currency within the next uh, six months, uh, according to our current president in the White House. So, it, you know, it's one of those things like, why would you personally buy an altcoin 
and hold that when you could literally hold the number one hard asset in the history of men. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, so when I, when I see this, when people talk about this, I'm just, it just blows my mind. It really blows my mind because I, there's so many people that are going to get burned by this. They're going to get burned by their own, by their own project heads of these projects, you know, and I say this all the time, those project leads aren't holding, aren't holding their own tokens. The vast majority of, of those, of those project leads aren't holding their own tokens. I guarantee you they're holding Bitcoin. They're holding 50, 50% and above of Bitcoin in their net worth. hundred percent, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. They're closet Bitcoiners, hundred percent. Right. And most people will fail to realize that. Right. You, th you think, <laughs> you think, you really think the uh, the project lead of NEM, NEM, is holding 100% of his net worth in NEM. You think that to be true? No, he's not. No, they aren't. They're holding Bitcoin, right? And they're cashing out on, and they're cashing their NEM out and, and swapping it for Bitcoin. They're promoting shit of the. They're promoting the shit out of the NEM blockchain to noobs to get them to buy it so they can dump on them. They're promoting the shit out of NEM any way they can on the open market, trying to get it on every exchange. They're trying to make every partnership. They're trying to do everything they can because they've been trying to do this for the past four, five, six years. They'll do anything they can to 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 get any kind of traction out there because they know if they can get some suckers to start buying this cryptocurrency then they can start unloading it yes this is this is how vicious this cycle is i'm i'm telling you this is how vicious this crypto market is i'm telling you you think these projects you think these cryptocurrencies make this for the for the for the for the uh, for the decency of humankind no, they don't. They don't. The only person that ever did that was Satoshi. That's it. No one else. And that's because we can't even find him, her, them, them, whoever. They never moved their coins. They vanished. Whoever they were. In the air. That's it. They vanished. That's it. But these other blockchains, these other crypto, we don't know. Don't, so don't waste your time. This year especially. <laughs> In one of the most craziest years of the history of man, <laughs> 2021, 2020, don't waste your time buying these altcoins. Seriously, wait till, wait till the end of this bull run. If you're going to buy altcoins, you should have bought them when they were like dirt cheap. Like, honestly, or, or don't buy them at all. Don't buy them at the height of a bull run. That's just dumb. That's just really dumb, right? That's just really dumb. Don't buy them at the height of a bull run. You know, you you should be buying them when they were bare market bottom. They were just worthless, <laughs> right? You know, that was that was at the end of 2018. That was even last year at the end of 2020. That was at the that was in the summer of 2020. You know, there were so many chances that we were talking about, you know, back then where you could have got in, um, you know, and now is just not the right time. I'm going to tell you, no, every single one. You want to buy Polkadot? No. You want to buy Uniswap? No. You want to buy Litecoin? No. You want to buy Filecoin? No. You want to buy Chainlink? No. You want to buy, you know, <laughs> Stellar? No. You want to buy Dogecoin? No. You want to buy uh, Solana? No. You want to buy Aave? No. You want to buy... Cosmos, no. Like all of these, no, 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 no. The only one you should be buying is Bitcoin. I'm telling you that right now. 
the waste the rest of them are a waste of the waste of money they really are including ethereum waste of money should just be buying bitcoin and that's the truth that's the truth no one will tell you that's the truth no one will tell you because everybody's trying to get you to buy their bags with bitcoin i'm not trying to get you to buy my bags because i'm not selling my bags <laughs> quite honestly i'm not selling my bitcoin bags i'm not gonna sell them i'm not I'm, I'm waiting to the end of the decade. I'm waiting and start paying for it. With Satoshis. That's what I'm waiting for. Come on, Jack Mahler. <laughs> Let's start paying everything in Satoshis. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for uh, Jack Mahler's beautiful dream. That's what I'm waiting for. No, seriously, ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't be buying these altcoins right now. It's, it's a waste of time. It really is. Don't be funding somebody else's dream. And, and funding and funding their uh, their Bitcoin uh, uh, honeypot, right? It, 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 don't, don't do that. No, don't do that. Okay, that's all I got for Coin Talk. I know it sounded rough, but you know it's it's the truth you needed to hear today. Because I'm sure there were some of you that were going to go out and spend two thousand, three thousand, five thousand, six thousand, eight thousand, nine thousand, a hundred thousand dollars worth of altcoins, and I just saved you all that money. So you're welcome. Okay, with that, let's get on to the other show.
Of the thriller coin talk is dunsies thank you so much for listening if you guys like everything that you heard head over to thrillerpremium.com sign up it's like seven buckaroos a month that's that's not increasing inflation that's actually going down so we might have to increase it at some point but for now seven buckaroos will get you all a thriller every month so sign up see y'all next time buy bitcoin save the world that's right this is the end of the show You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Har and Zalos. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Har said likely won't come true. It is up to you. Now do your own research. Listen to other news that start their name with crypto and not Har. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time. 